What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 362 here on Thursday, March 31st. Uh, let's start off with, I guess, the topic of the day, even though uh, there's a lot of going on today. All of it bad. So, buckle in. Cause hey, it's hey, gonna... at least tomorrow is Friday. That's what we're scraping the bottom of the barrel for now. Well, we're great. We got some storms coming in. I know you like, you know. It's not like weather. it's not like the bad stuff stops on the weekend. It does. Oh, is that how it works? <laughs> it does. Yeah, I, I wish. I'm gonna make it stop. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's uh, fun. It's the final four this weekend. Yeah, but the country, place your bets. The country's still. F- and then up. if you win that money, just keep it under the mattress. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, let's start off with the energy crisis, the inflation crisis, and our overall economy. Oh, God, um, Jesus, you put it that way. <laughs> Jam a pencil um, down my throat. <laughs> so earlier today, Joe Biden goes out there and uh, makes a fool of himself because, uh, you know, he's weapons-grade retarded. Basically, their plan to solve, quote-unquote, gas price issues and the overall energy crisis is to raid the strategic petroleum reserve for a million barrels of oil per day over the next six months so 180 million barrels they're going to rip out of the spr that's not what this was oh my god i know it's not what it's supposed to do it's not this is not the purpose here's the thing here's the thing nearly every expert in the energy market says that this will make a negligible difference in prices yeah that at this current point even with this release it may may bring gas prices down 10 to 15 cents per gallon okay mm. which in the grand scheme of things it'll take it from 430 to 415 so oh, what no. to do yeah oh and no on, on average the average american's tank i think is like 13 gallons so if you put that math into effect Essentially, it's like three or four dollars. Listen, okay, that means you can buy an extra banana, yeah, or a yeah. potato. So, the, put that aside, right? Then he says, "Well, we'll restock," and, and this is like well over a third of the whole reserve that they're yeah. going to release here. Yeah. Well, we'll restock it in the future when uh, oil prices come down. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Okay. Well, one problem here: oil prices are not going to come down. No. Okay. So that's just ridiculous, stupid. I mean, so many different things can be said about this, okay? Then he says that, well, another thing that we're going to do to help is we're going to invoke the Defense Production Act to make these electric car companies make more batteries for electric cars. (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) Like, are you... kidding me uh, and according to biden was that a typo on his massive jumbotron of a teleprompter well you, you see how big that is you mean the it's, event held at the fake white house yeah the um, teleprompter is like the size of like a mac truck and he still it up the screen well every time <laughs> he comes on tv you know he's doing it from the fake white house oh yeah, yeah. and they still label it in the yeah. on the tv shot the white house and i'm like that's not that's the, the White House. It's the fake White House. It's the fake White House in the Eisenhower Executive yeah. Office Building. Yeah, OEOB, yeah. So, but beyond that, okay, let's, let's, let's listen to what he had to say today, because not everybody had to listen to it, okay? Uh, first, the, the two root causes of high fuel prices. Take a listen to this. This should really get you going. The problem we're facing with gas prices has two roots. First, the pandemic. 
When COVID struck, demand for oil plummeted, so production slowed down worldwide. It's because of the strength and the speed of our recovery, demand for oil shot back up much faster than the supply. That's why the cost of gas began to rise last year. The second route is Vladimir Putin. The start of this year, gas was about $3.30 a gallon. Today, it's about average in 420, 422. It's higher in many states. Nearly a dollar more in less than three months. And the reason for that is because of Putin's war. Okay, so... It's actually because of Joe Biden and Joe Biden. He says it's, the, it's because of the pandemic, which doesn't really make sense. I mean, yes, demand has spiked, but he f***ed up our production. Yeah. His administration's policies up the production, okay? Gas uh, prices were not this high throughout the entirety of the pandemic no, under, I know, under I Trump. Know. I mean, even without vaccines or anything, like, it was not this bad. And then it's also, it's Putin's hike. Ah, of course. Not like gas prices started going up from the day he was elected because everybody realized what he was about to do to f*** this country up yeah. the ass, yeah. but it's because of Putin. Yeah. Okay. They yeah. started to go up as soon as he killed the Keystone Pipeline. Mm-hmm. Not taking into account that the so-called Putin hike that he's referring to is because he cut off Russian oil. Yeah. He made that decision, not Putin. Okay? We could have still been taking Russian oil. Okay? Then, <laughs> this gets even better. He, he, comes, he comes and says, oh, well, you know, the solution is just to buy electric cars. Take oh, a listen God. to this. It's about declaring real American energy independence in the long term so that we never have to deal with this problem again. Ultimately, we and the whole world need to reduce our dependence on fossil fuels altogether. We need to choose long-term security over energy and climate vulnerability. We need to double down on our commitment to clean energy and tackling the climate crisis with our partners and allies around the world. Yeah, we, we need to- Wait, hold green. on, is this, is, it, is this the, uh, yeah, the- <laughs> Mm -hmm. Spend tens of thousands of dollars to save eighty bucks a month. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you'll you'll make the money back on your sixty thousand dollar car in yeah. uh, maybe seventy five years. That's like going <laughs> literally. It's I saw a great meme. It's like telling the homeless to buy a house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, of course, President Trump, uh, who refilled the reserve when he was in office and did a great job at it, uh, he brought it to nearly a hundred percent full. He says, this is ridiculous, and he's going to bring it down to empty again. You know, it just never ends. I, I, I don't understand why they think this is a good idea. I think that they're grasping at straws, and really all this does is set us up to be even more vulnerable in the future. Oh, yeah. Because but like you said— Maybe that's the point. It's not designed yeah. to be used like this. No, it's for our military, and this is—, this is Okay, I mean— And they say, well— if there wasn't a war going on, then this wouldn't be... That, that's bullshit. It would be happening regardless. Exactly. And, you know, I'm, I'm getting so sick and tired of the Ukraine. All I hear on the news is, we're not doing enough for Ukraine. We gotta help Ukraine more. Mark Thiessen, who I used to have some respect for, goes on Fox, and because he's being paid by AEI to be a warmonger, goes out there and says... Well, Zelensky asked for 500 stingers a day, and we have all of those sitting in storage. I don't know why we're not giving them. And why aren't we giving them MiGs and planes and more money to fight and this and that? Well, Mark, first off, we need some 
stingers and javelins for ourselves to defend ourselves in case anything may happen. I mean, uh, he's I mean, Mark. Mark Thiessen's a neocon. I mean, he's a warmonger, yeah, I mean, and he's being paid to do so, which makes me even more sick about this town. <laughs> that everybody that goes on TV that's warmongering right now is being paid to do that. So don't take anything they say as truth. And then he goes out there and says, "Oh well, we need to give more money to Ukraine. We need to do this for Ukraine. We need to do that for Ukraine. How about Ukraine? <laughs> I don't Jeez. give a." <laughs> about Ukraine anymore, I'm done with it. At first, I supported them. Now, I don't give a flying f what happens to them. Because we got our own problems here, people. Our economy is literally on the brink of collapse and recession. Recession's we, coming. We have a massive housing bubble that's going to eventually pop. Inflation is through the f***ing roof. And here we are sending $14 billion over to Ukraine. While uh, American veterans are homeless on the streets can't eat, have nowhere to live, and we're sending $14 billion to Ukraine? And I get that throwing money at the homelessness crisis isn't a necessarily a solution for this, but how, as uh, an American, can they anyone possibly sit here and say that we should be sending $14 billion to Ukraine when we have our own problems here? Yeah. 75% of kids in inner-city schools can't read, okay? And, and we're worried about Ukraine? Like, I, I just don't get this obsession with it, and I guess it's to take attention off of Biden but and the problems here at home domestically well, because I, of I war. Well, I don't know if that, it, I mean. No, I, I, I think if, that's what it is. If that's the reason, it's, it's a horrible reason. I think it's <laughs> wag the dog because war is more entertaining than uh, America falling apart from the inside. Yeah, but he also fell apart on his trip to Europe, though. Yeah, but, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. but I mean, And also, you know, that doesn't get covered. By the mainstream media. We cover it. Yeah. But does CBS cover that? No. Does NBC cover that? No. The evening news doesn't cover these things. They're covering it for Biden at every turn. I'm just so sick of the Ukraine. I don't give a if they beat Russia. I just don't. I'm sorry. That's not my problem. <laughs> like, and everyone's like, oh, well, you think that Russia's going to stop at Ukraine? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah. And in the end, I think that I'm going to be proven right on that. Because they're not going to attack a NATO country. Because if they were going to do that, they would have done it already. I mean, it's very clear what's happening here. Putin wants the strip of land that includes Crimea and down to Odessa. He wants to landlock the country, and that's going to be it. And at the end of the day, what have the sanctions done? Literally nothing. The ruble is almost to the same value oh, yeah. it was before the well, before That's because the invasion. they instituted market controls, which I thought was pretty interesting. Well, yeah. <laughs> But no more shorts, no more short selling. But Biden comes out there and he says, oh, well, we must confront Putin and he can't remain in power and we're doing everything we can to yeah, take him down. Yeah. And this, they're not doing anything. Nah. I, I, like, I'm so sick of it. Like, everyone is distracted with this Ukraine nonsense while the country here is totally falling apart. And not only that, you look at this gross that the left's doing with these kids. Oh, yeah, that's bad. I mean, that's bad. I'm way more worried yeah, about yeah, that that's than Ukraine. Yeah. So I, I'm just yeah, so. I over I, well, I think that you know is on the minds of. I mean, obviously that hits close to home. So most most parents that are worried about that too. So. I'm just so over the Ukraine thing and these talking DC heads who were paid to warm up. Well, I mean, you have you have TV. Ben Rhodes and Peter Strzok on there. I'm just like, like what the. Well, is I'm not even talking about the Dem networks. I'm talking about Fox right well, now. Well, Fox is always going to be, like, but. But it's ridiculous because that doesn't align with the majority of the country. A majority of the country doesn't think we should go to war over Ukraine. Oh, no, no. Like, 
it, it, it's just, it's totally ridiculous to me that everyone's like, oh, we have to do this for Ukraine and this and this and this and this and this. And this. How about no? How about they defend themselves? Mm. If a country can't stand up on its own, you think other people are going to come and save us if we get invaded? <laughs> well, they can't. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's always been my argument. Yeah. Is that we always help everybody. Well, that's, but, that's the... But when we that, need help... That's the burden of being the, you know, the superpower of the world. Though. When we need help... Oh, nothing. But yeah. every single time we've tried to pull back from things, bad it's happened. Two world wars, in fact. It, that, that's not going to happen here, though. Like, he's not going to... Oh, the only way that that's happening is nuclear war. And if that happens, we're f***ed anyway. So who cares yeah. at that point? Yeah. Like... I mean, Biden almost talked us into one when he went over there, so... Our whole... People don't know. Our whole f- military is in oh, Europe right yeah, now. Yeah, and, and, and it's not... Well, so what happens... Not well what happens if we get invaded? Exactly, exactly. It's gonna be up to it's gonna be up to I guess us. It's it's <laughs> it's gonna be like Revolutionary War times. It's gonna be like meet at the, the I green. Am so over this Ukraine, and everyone's got the flag and their name on Twitter and this. Ooh, staying with Ukraine and this and that. It, it it's just like it. This is the next distraction in the long list of distractions in this country. And when you have the entire, like I said, uniparty. Going in one direction, oh, yeah. that's when you need to question oh, yeah. things. Yeah, like it's it's outrageous. And in the meantime, our borders being invaded, still. Yeah, Julio's by, been doing some good good work covering the uh, massive illegal. You know, what was it? What what's the figure again this this month? Uh, well over two hundred. It's 000. well over two hundred thousand. We're talking about millions of illegals invading our southern border. Okay. Yeah. We're being invaded by illegals. And they're more concerned about Ukraine. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Uh, even Jay Johnson, who was a f- like basically open borders guy back then, yeah. right now is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, this he's is like, out of control. He's like, yeah, yeah, he's, this is bad. And, and now they're talking about removing Title 42. Yeah. Which, to explain to people if you don't know, Title 42 is basically the rule that Trump put in place to prevent the virus from being spread, which was really just a, a roundabout way of keeping illegals out of the country because now they want to let them all in. Yeah. And even Democrats on the Hill, I don't know, you read about that? No, I think Julio read about yeah. it. Even Democrats on the Hill are like, this is a terrible oh, yeah. idea. Yeah, it's horrible. Even Mark Warner, who's a dirty lib, is like, no. are you nuts? Yeah, no. Like, so, and that's what really is driving my, I really just don't give a and the, kid, and, and the kids are getting raped in these in these facilities. It's bad. It's bad. It's all it's out bad. of control. I mean, you have some eleven year old who was who had like twenty two. I saw someone tweeted she had like about twenty two, twenty four, different semen samples in her were found yeah. on her. Yeah. You know, remember? I mean, th- this stuff you know goes away. You know, it's it's rendered useless after twenty four hours. So mm-hmm. th- that just I mean, ugh. Yeah. It's a humanitarian crisis that Biden created. So, you know what? And that's just one that's notch. Just one. That's just one notch on the belt of why I don't give a f- about Ukraine anymore. And uh, let's talk about the Hunter Biden probe. Okay. Because that's not getting any attention in the news. Ukraine, 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 Ukraine. Not the president's son is a f- crook and the corruption extended up to the president of the United States. Yeah. And most likely is owned by a foreign power of this country. Because the United States Attorney in Delaware is running a wide-ranging probe on Hunter Biden mm-hmm. related to money laundering and tax, tax evasion. evasion. And now, the most key addition that we found out last night 
through reporting by Catherine Herridge, I think. Yeah. Sounds about right. Farah. Ah. Uh, the uh, Well, you mean we've we've talked about this before. The I foreign mean, lobbying. I mean, act. I mean if, if FARA was actually ever enforced, nobody could well <laughs> everybody in our government would be arrested. Right, right. But keeping in mind for for a US attorney to be considering using it against the president's son, the oh, case big. has to be extremely oh, strong. Big. Oh yeah. And we know that this extends up to Joe Biden because, yeah, because the big guy. Big guy. I mean, they've yeah. been talking. You know, they, I mean, it was, you know, in tandem those two with these uh, government access deals and. So we have a case of where we're now basically it's coming out that the president is most likely owned by foreign governments yeah. through, through his, his son. Through his crime the, the crime syndicate. The right. crime syndicate, man. But what does the news want to talk about? Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough. What country is a centerpiece of this case Ugh, of corruption? Ukraine. Huh. <laughs> that really makes you I'm going to withhold it? aid, and, and, you know, you know? Unless, unless you don't stop the corruption probe into Burisma, which mm. my son was a board member of, making 50 grand a month to yeah. dole out access to top Obama officials at the time. Not to put the tinfoil hat on, but, I mean, but Ukraine. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. <laughs> Got to worry about Ukraine. That's the most important thing at this point. Like, God forbid, you know. What else do we got here? Uh, the Clinton campaign and DNC were slapped with FEC fines over the discredited Trump dossier, uh, which is great. Uh, but then again, they should all be going to jail for this, not just yeah. paying a $100,000 fine. This is the segment I really wanted to get to. Yeah, the creepy leftist segment? The creepy leftist segment, because yeah. this is going off the f- deep end. It's nuts. And they're doing all this. Yep. While everybody's like, Ukraine, 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 Ukraine. <laughs> here in America, they're like, let's diddle kids on the left oh, and let's yeah. let's uh you know do all this for the trans even though yeah. they're like 0.01 percent of yeah. the population so uh let's start it off yeah. with the unearthed documents yeah. of how teachers are yeah. let's say grooming these students yeah yeah i mean yeah. like basically the uh you know the washington examiner uh had uh had you know obtained a packet and an instructional how-to guide to create these trans clubs, mm-hmm. how to target uh, students to join said clubs. And again, if these were junior seniors in high school, that, that's that's one thing. Still but, gross. But and they disgusting. were. But they were. But they were talking about kids who are ten years of age or younger. Mm-hmm. That is not. That's child abuse. Mm-hmm. And it was. Uh, I think the California Teachers Association handed these down and. Uh, you know, just basically, you know, goes onto the ongoing narrative that our schools have become an absolute hellhole. Yeah. You know, we got teachers coming out as trans to their fourth grade students. We got, you know, they're 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 talking about who they're f-ing all the time. They want to have these graphic, <laughs> you know, how to, how to give the best tutorials. You know, and they and they say and they say, well, listen, this is natural. It's real life. I'm like, yeah, it's natural. So is. You don't see me whipping it out at Applebee's. Oh, my God. So, you know, it's just like, I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just there is love. There is a comp. There are educational parameters regarding a comprehensive sex ed program, which I think should be taught in schools. And then just going into like this fetish but not to third bondage. Yeah, not, not the third oh, graders. no, no, not the third graders. No, I sound like one of the old people now. Back in my time. Yeah, that's didn't happen no. until like at least late middle school high school yeah right? high school like For... you know this is ridiculous yeah and then let, let's get to the disney part of this because this is where it really takes a sick and disgusting oh it's time turn. to blow up that castle that castle that that we all see time to blow it up so now disney is uh removing the use of 
uh, gender terms from their parks. So no yeah. boys and girls anymore. Uh, thing one and thing two. And, and they want to essentially uh, use Disney programming and films to act as leftist woke propaganda. Yeah. Um, and you have Republicans fighting back against this. Remember, it goes back to the whole don't say gay thing, yeah, right? Because, yeah. which is obviously a lie, but Disney tripled down, right? Because uh, all their staff members apparently are, you know, a bunch all of weirdos. All for you. Um, and they, well, it's a lot more than that, right? actually. Right, okay. Because um, that walkout was not a big shot. <laughs> it's not about the walkout. Yeah. There's other stuff going on inside. Yeah. But the for leadership sure. is up yeah but the shareholders and the board of directors is like not on board with this so there's going to be an internal battle over it. but fight the thing with disney is that uh multiple of their employees have been caught in stings of child porn oh uh, yeah yeah human trafficking. human trafficking yeah yeah so it makes me think that there might be a little something more sinister going yeah. on here. And, you know, not to put the tinfoil hat on again. But, oh, no, no, I mean, no, how many no. times have we done let's this? Put, and, let's you know, put it on extra uh, thick today because, you know, we, one of them was a, was, um, a lifeguard at the pool. Yeah. was yeah. a sex pervert. Yeah. It's become a den of sexual deviants and perverts. It's like Sodom and Gomorrah, but not good. There's no more. <laughs> well, the scary part is that this kind of has been flying under the radar, but now is becoming a lot more prominent because yeah. of the great law that Florida and Governor Ron DeSantis passed. Yeah. And Florida Republicans are being attacked now at all angles. Yeah. Uh, and who are the ones that are leading that charge? It's progressives. Yeah. It's really funny. But because more specifically, who? Progressives at corporations. Uh, corporations, yeah. Which I remember in high school, yes. corporate America was like anathema to, to the progressive left. These are the people that were so awful and need to be destroyed and, you know, mm -hmm. workers of the world unite. Now, that's all they do in response to laws or people that they don't like. They use corporations to try to leverage state legislatures and to attack their, you know, to do their dirty work for them, which is not going to work anymore because Ron DeSantis won. I think, yeah. I think that what's being lost about this whole Florida thing is Ron DeSantis won this culture battle it sailed through the legislature. He said, bring it on. And, you know, there's no indication, by the way, that this law is unpopular. Haven't you noticed that? They don't talk about, like, who supports it or doesn't no, support it. No, it's actually it. very Because popular. it's very popular, right, Storm? It, it's I mean, actually very popular. But yeah. the problem is that we're losing the war because uh, behind the scenes, a lot of this is being enacted. Well, yeah. Like a, uh, like a, like, and yeah. younger generations are being indoctrinated yes. with this yeah. Uh, through these corporations, through social media, through academia, through Hollywood and entertainment, For it's sure. endless, For endless sure. time. And yeah. and going back to the corporations, this is, this is a small blip in in this whole. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and also now, because Disney's not going to leave Florida, so eventually they're going to have to start giving money back to Republicans again and and working with them. Well, because, or they'll just stay out of politics. But, yeah, because like because like they're not going to leave and uproot and get out of Florida. That's just not going to happen. But this so is like there really is no leverage. It's Disney bigger than it. just Disney, though. I'm not yeah. really talking about just Disney at this point. Yeah. I'm talking about corporations as a whole. Yeah. Because now you have transformation in the workforce where uh, people in the younger generations are taking over control of these companies, these corporations. Oh, like Coca-Cola and Woke Coke. And the people that ran these corporations before, yeah. people with traditional American values, people that didn't believe in enforcing the woke liberal agenda through their businesses no, no. are retiring. 
Yeah. So, yeah. and remember, we talked about this phenomenon, I think it was maybe about a year ago, yeah. year and a half ago, where it first started displaying itself in newsrooms. Yes. Remember? Yes. New York Times. Yes. You know, all the liberal outlets. Yeah. And, and, and it's working its way through American society now. And you see the transformation of American society and our culture being destroyed over 1% of the population. Yeah. Because this morning, I wake up, this is when I knew my day was going to be total <laughs> from the start, when I woke up... And I saw that Biden's new transgender equity plan came out because today is the, quote, transgender day of visibility, which ironically falls on the last day of Women's History Month, which isn't a thing anymore. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Because women, you know, women are, yeah. are erased. So transgender visibility, which uh, I was like, so what like, is that when you just whip it exactly, out? Exactly. You know? They whip it out and smack um, this in the face of your all right, well, that definitely got a little bleak, but uh, wasn't going to take it that far, but you, you're yeah. right. Uh, VIP members, remember, enjoy. Listen, yeah, that was definitely VIP. Remember, listen, I've always said it, it started off as a joke, yeah. but now, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. it's the truth. These liberals just love chopping off of these kids all over the yeah, place, they and they want these these hormone blockers and these, these uh, disgusting transgender therapies done yeah. on 10-year-olds. Even younger. Oh, yeah. Even younger. I saw. Yeah. But now, now, apparently one of the biggest problems that our country faces nowadays that needs immediate change and investment is that the full body scanners at airports. Oh, God. <laughs> this is great, right? Oh. The full body scanners at airports. So when you go through TSA, they look at you and they say, oh, that looks like a man or that looks like a woman, Right. So there must be some sort of uh, setting on the body scanner that's where like, oh my god that's like ball ball like that right it, it it excuses <laughs> for the male package yeah. versus the female so apparently all these transgenders were getting flagged by TSA because they were pretending to be women but their <laughs> were showing up on the body scanners. <laughs> And uh, that they were, that it's such a problem that they were being subjected to additional screening because uh, if a woman has a signature like that down there, it could be considered a bomb. Yeah. You know? Okay. Apparently, that's the hugest problem ever. And that requires Uh, us to install new scanners at the uh, airports and redo our entire security. Make a third option. How many trans, how many transganders fly? Well, it's only like 2% of the population, I think. I think less. Probably. probably. Well, that's the official number. So we're going to have to, we're going to have to nuke the, okay. Well, listen, thank you. Listen, I I do TSA pre-checks. I don't have to go through all this bullshit anymore, but for sake. And now, now... On passports, starting tomorrow morning, Mm. on passports, instead of the standard male-female, you can get an X as your gender. Okay. Not really sure how that works, but... Uh, you know, seeing was he a man or a woman? The 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 suspect who uh, might have blown up, you know, the airplane. Well, Uh, the whole point. uh, Remember, remember the whole point of the passport system, right? is to have a standardized level of documentation to allow for easy exit and entrance of countries across the world. Yeah. Okay? You go to Saudi Arabia, and they're going to be like, oh, X? Hmm. What is that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. It's going to cause identification issues. And, and beyond that, I mean, it's just so dumb. It's dumb. It's, it's, it's just stupid. so dumb. We're not going to, like, 
And these are the things that the government yeah. is concerned with while the country is crashing and yeah. burning. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable to me. And I mean, well, I mean, we've all known that the priority management of this administration has been beyond appalling. I mean, Afghanistan was was crumbling. It was a shambolic exit, and he was talking about COVID vaccine back vaccine rates. Remember that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I mean, it's par for the course, but it's getting worse. Well, and it you is know, getting worse. I'd rather be turned into a pillar of salt. And you have than endure this anymore. The problem that's really going on here is that going back to the media aspect of it, you have the media that's just straight up lying about what's going on in this oh, country. Yeah. yeah. If you turned on CNN or MSNBC, when they're not f***ing off to Ukraine, uh, they're talking about how great of a president Joe Biden is. Yeah. And that the, the people that disapprove of this president are either A terrorists or b they just don't know what the is going on and uh they say what that the economy is booming booming but on the first two points about that they should better check those talking points because um black approval approval of biden among black voters has reached its lowest point ever Mm-hmm. So are we gonna call they're gonna, they're gonna call black people stupid? Is that what the liberal media is saying? I think so. Well, apparently, I think so. Uh, but yes, any... I saw that spin too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Despite now they can't because they can't. You can't polish a turd. You can't, you know, remove his appalling hot garbage approval ratings. So they they say stuff like they're bad despite a booming economy mm-hmm. that was ratioed to hell. What? Are they talking about? You've been saying about the the recession is is coming soon, the inverted um, yield bump, curve, yeah, yeah, yield curve, which mm-hmm. has been a pro- uh, accurate predictor for a recession for the past six mm-hmm. decades. Um, it's horrible. It's coming. Well, my favorite, my favorite is uh, you, they you bring up all these statistics. Okay, inflation's out of control. Yeah. Uh, they're not hiking interest rates fast enough. Gas prices. Um, you know, everything is, yeah. you know, the housing bubble, people can't afford to live, blah, blah, blah. They're like, well, maybe all that's true, but look at the market. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Sure, you could use that if you want to, but the stock market is not solely indicative of the health of the economy. Nah. Plus, we saw that with the Obama plus, years. We all know. We all know that the stock market is just totally manipulated by all the hedge funds and big players on Wall yeah. Street. Now, what do you think is going to happen once all of those people get their money out of the market and who's left holding the bag at the end of the day? Margin. The average American consumer. Margin okay? call. Yeah. Which no one can meet if that happens. Oh, yeah. The amount of money that's out on margin in the market is astronomical. It's, it's, yeah. Because the retail investor craze, the whole thing you – know, and basically, the Fed has got itself to a point where they're backed into a corner, and they're going to have no tools to throw at the economy with this recession hitting. Yeah. They think yeah. that oil's going to go down in price. I have news for you. It's going to probably hit $200 a barrel this summer. In fact, I would put a strong bet on that. Have you? Looked? I think that's – is that the highest it's, it's been? Yeah, I think it topped out at like 150 I know in 08 – before Bush, it hit before, before Bush announced the uh, he was getting rid of the ban on offshore drilling, it was like one eighty nine. It was pretty damn close. No, I think and then it, it dropped one fifty nine. I think it was the top it's ever been yeah. is in the one fifties. But hey, well, Venezuela can be rich again. 
Just kidding. But just kidding. beyond that, not, not that beyond the oil, <laughs> yeah. okay, look at the price, the underlying price of key aspects of the economy, okay? Yeah. Fertilizer prices are at two times the highest level ever recorded. Yeah. Okay? That's why people are starting to talk about food shortages. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen when there's food shortages? Prices are going to go up. Stuff's going to be unavailable. Okay? That's going to make inflation even worse. What happens with an economy is it's a delicate balance. Yeah. Once you enter a death spiral, you're pretty f***. And you need a significant jolt, kind of like a defibrillator. Yeah. To get things back on track. Usually, it's the Fed that would do something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, what does the Fed have to throw at the economy? They got nothing in the toolbox. Yeah. Okay? They are like, well, we're going to stay on pace with the 50 basis point uh, rate hike each time. No. Yeah. That's not going to work. Yeah. It's not going to work. You know, to, to use an analogy to the movie The Core, right? Yeah. You need a strong enough nuke to restart things going. Yeah. And it, it, they just don't have that in the toolbox. And, you know, they're talking, uh, Powell's like, oh, well, I think we're going to be able to uh, uh, walk and chew gum at the same time. And we're going to we're gonna uh, raise interest rates incrementally. And uh, we're hoping to not have a recession. Well, uh, nobody in history has been able to do that. So yeah. I'd be pretty f impressed yeah. if they could oh, manage yeah. a little. Yeah. But the most incompetent administration in the history of the United States, well, at least in modern times, is going to do something that's never been achieved before in history. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense, That's right? That's great. Yeah. The most crisis plagued, for sure. So, you know, and that's why I get particularly pissed off when people are like, oh, Ukraine, 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 Ukraine. We got to help Ukraine. We got to do this. We got to do that. How about we just worry about ourselves for a second yeah. and realize that we're teetering on the edge of being absolutely permanently in the ass <laughs> for quite some time. Because the fertilizer prices is not just the, uh, the, the, the one thing that's going on right now. You look at every single aspect of food production massively spiking. You look at uh, hard materials, commodities, massively spiking. And they're trying to tell us that this is not going to translate into the consumer end of things. They're trying to say that, yeah, inflation may be bad now and it may continue like this for quite some time, but in the end, we'll be okay. The U.S. consumer, the line that I heard today, this, the U.S. consumer's pocketbooks are uniquely suited to handle a period of hyperinflation. Oh, really? Says who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says who? Yeah. Because every respectable economist that I've seen, including Obama economists, are saying that the economy is not looking good. Yeah, it's not looking good. Larry Summers has been warning, uh, has been the canary in the coal mine about inflation for months. And uh, uh, from several reliable sources that people up on Wall Street are preparing for some dark financial times in this oh, country. Geez. And when they prepare for dark financial times, because you know they have all the information that's ahead of the curve, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. right? Not great. Blue Horseshoe does not like Anacott Steel. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's where we're at at Start that. Start pulling out. <laughs> uh, not financial advice. But not financial advice. In but this case, it wouldn't be the worst watch, idea. Yeah, watch it a little bit closely. It, it wouldn't be the worst idea to have. If you uh, have your offshore bank case, accounts, yeah. don't move any more money. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish I was rich enough to have I know, offshore right? bank accounts. Yeah. So, yeah, that's your cheery episode of Trigger for today. Um, but at least tomorrow is Friday. Oh, yeah, because that solves the world's problems. Thank God it's the... <laughs>
weekend, you yeah, know? Yeah, because then we just log we'll off just and put it on pause. It. Yeah, put it on pause. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I think we try. We try to find some good news. And well, I'm not going to lie to the people. No, I'm we're just not going to lie. No, you know, I'm lie. telling you what I think is going to happen. That's the government's happen. job. And whether I might be wrong or right, you know, uh, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. The f- weatherman <laughs> over here. <laughs> I will tell you that I think that people are really underestimating the toughness of the times that we have ahead of us. we still got two more years of this guy. Especially in our generation. Because our generation has not seen... Remember, the 2008 financial crisis was bad. Horrible. Right? Yeah. But it could be much, much yeah. worse. Because 2008 <sighs> was strictly bubble-driven out of the real estate market. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Now, it was... You know, it took years to recover... But it essentially was a V-shaped recovery that spiked back yeah. because there was other parts of the economy that were relatively strong. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens when the economy is weak and that causes bubbles in plural to pop, including the real estate bubble, which is significant right now? What happens then? Because once there's a real estate pop, then that brings on financial markets, liquidity crisis, you know, the Congress is going to have to uh, essentially authorize like a five trillion dollar package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen, you, uh, you've seen Wall Street money never sleeps. Yeah, right. Remember yeah. The, the old guy? Money markets dry up. It'll be the end of the world. Yeah, get it? Yeah, it's yeah. true. You know, yeah. like nothing like that has actually yeah. happened. I mean, we were we were within hours of not having the ability to take money out of ATMs. Yes. We were very close. Most people I don't mean, realize most people don't realize that in two thousand eight the whole system was about to blow up. Exactly. And they were able to save it because back then yeah. things were a little bit more under control. Yeah. yeah. Right? Now I don't know. Well, think it's of like it. it's think like of it. it's like we're missing like you know an, like two axle like missing an axle for like three tires and uh, have no steering. Exactly. Room, you know. And but bad. back then, remember, the Fed was not in emergency measure mode no. for years and years and years and years before so no. they had stuff that they could throw at it yeah uh you know a, a good movie about it is um what's the one with uh William. giamatti and oh well uh, uh too big too to big fail. to fail yeah too big to fail a little bit a little bit you know dra- dramatized but i mean there literally were times where the people that were behind working behind the scenes were like the whole economy might collapse right yeah now. Like yeah. when people can't take money out of the bank, that's it. And when, 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 yeah, when, when the run of the bank begins, it's, it's, it's over. And yeah. you know the the speculate. And and there and this was not just like you know like uh, the GameStop speculation game. Like th- this was serious speculation on how bad these toxic assets were. No one knew how deep the hole was. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. why there was hesitancy. Which is why you know credit markets froze and everything. You know, just one domino after the other. Well, and, you know... Not- Companies couldn't, you know, take out, lo- you know, to keep their businesses afloat. I mean, that's why, I mean, that's partially why there was 700,000 jobs lost a month, you know, in, yeah, at, yeah. at the beginning of this. I mean, no one, no, one, no one could tread water. The only people who could tread water are the ones who had hundreds of millions of dollars in rainy day funds. Yeah. Um, Listen, but- ever, in, in the past, any time of significant inflation has always been followed by recession and deflation. Yeah. And I don't think that this time is going to be any different... Except for the fact that we don't really have the tools in the toolbox we need to take it on. And uh, another side effect, 
uh, of the 2008 crisis. Yeah. And I like how this has just turned into a financial podcast yeah, now. Yeah, but it's, uh, yeah. the Mad money, but not funny. Well, Jim Cramer, <laughs> Jim Cramer has sell, been sell, sell. historically <laughs> super duper wrong the past two years. Yeah. Like literally, there's there's accounts on Twitter that I follow that are hilarious that are like they track what he says to buy because that's when you want to short it because yeah. he's been wrong on basically every single trade. Yeah. And what did he say today? Which almost assured me <laughs> that I'm a hundred percent correct. Uh, what is that? He said. I don't think there's going to be a recession. Oh. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. The kiss of death, right? Oh, Jim. But, uh, you know, the thing that's compounding like my worry. Too. Paul Krugman, you can put them in the same pot. Yeah. yeah. Two yeah. peas in a pod there, always being wrong about financial crises. The thing that's compounding my worry on this is because after 2008, we saw a massive merging of financial companies and banks. Yeah. Right? They... Yeah. Back then, there was a lot more of them. Right now, yeah. there's a few huge ones. Yeah. So what happens when a huge one starts to go down? Yeah. Well, we're I'm, gonna have to bail them to, out. Yeah, they're too again too big to fail. Right. Like, like basically, our entire worth as a country, our entire GDP, is based off of the the systems run by these five banks. I believe it's like five or it's six. Like three, you know, yeah. seven. But before it was like. 25 oh, yeah, to 30. Were, because there were smaller right? community banks, you know? And, like, like the one big banks. threat was AIG. That one, remember? Yeah, I remember right? that one, yeah. Now, yeah. we've made all of them into AIGs. Yeah, it's... And no <laughs> knows. What. So, yeah. you know, just saying, just saying, it's always a good idea to have extra cash on hand. Yes. Have extra supplies on hand. Guns and ammo. Always guns and alcohol, ammo. Alcohol. Because... You if, can barter with alcohol. If the world starts going to... <laughs> You don't, you don't yeah. ever want, you're never going to say to yourself, damn, I wish I was less prepared. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, you know, preppers take yeah. for being crazy, but I'm telling you, I've I mean, been doing a lot take of it from us. Really. You know, we, we, at this house, you know, we have a, a full blown nuclear shelter with <laughs> nine years worth of water and food and MREs and, and, uh, you know, we have radiation suits. Well, I did buy MREs, so. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so that's uh, your uplifting episode yeah. of Trigger. And if all fails, we'll just eat the dogs. Uh, we're not eating the dogs. No, I'd eat no we won't eat Bonnie. I'd eat humans before I eat we'll the eat, dogs. We'll eat Freddy, though. Not Asian. Um, <laughs> How do you like your dog? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grand Torino. Great we movie. do have one good little clip for you here. Oh. Uh, well, I don't know about good, because uh, she's likely going to be president oh, after Joe no. has to leave. But Kamala... You know who she, what she reminds you of? Not just Veep, because yeah. it really is an episode of Veep every time she goes to publicly talk. She reminds me of when I used to grade papers <laughs> of, of <laughs> students who were trying to fill a word count. Yes. But yeah, they I know keep what you repeating mean. Yeah. the same thing over yeah. and over and over again, but trying to rephrase it, but it's just the same repetition over and over and over again. Take a listen to this clip. We also recognize just as it has been in the United States for Jamaica, one of the issues that has been presented as an issue that is economic in the way of its impact has been the pandemic. So to that end, we are announcing today also that we will assist Jamaica in COVID recovery um, by assisting in terms of the recovery efforts in Jamaica that have been essential to, I believe, what is necessary to strengthen not only uh, the, the, the issue of public health, but also the economy. I thought the Ukraine analysis was peak. Yeah, that was a good one too. But this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Well, we've actually done a the great situation job. of the situation in Jamaica with COVID is a situation that's essentially the essential situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Assisting in the terms of the recovery <laughs> efforts in Jamaica that have been essential. <laughs> it's essential, but it's also essential. Uh, and we have a great piece at townhall.com, uh, the 10 most ridiculous Kamala moments. And, uh, yeah, so unfortunately I feel like she might be president because Joe Biden's fading pretty quick. So help, we'll see. Help. Keep in mind, we're not – we are 14 months into a 48-month term of Joe Biden. Oh, my God. 14 months. Oh, my God. And I mean, he's – 14 and a quarter if you really want to get generous because it's been 10 days since the 20th. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So that really makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Makes you think that, uh, yes. Uh, So, yeah, as usual, it's time for the shameless plug. So if you enjoy Triggered and want it uncensored, and today's episode, much like all the others, would be very good uncensored, uh, you can join us by becoming a Town Hall VIP member. Go to townhallvip.com. Use the promo code TRIGGERED to get 25% off. Get into this exclusive club of patriots. Uh, You'll be directly funding us here on this podcast. You'll get Triggered Uncensored. You'll get a ton of other VIP content. Uh, Matt stuff, Kurt's, Katie's. uh, I promise you, you will not regret it. And if you don't like it, you can have your money back. So that's townhallvip.com. Use promo code TRIGGERED to get 25% off. Thank you to all of you who are VIP members, and so many of you are. It means the world to us. Thank you to all of you who listen to Trigger. We love your five-star ratings and reviews that have been coming in. That goes a long way to helping us out uh, in the search algorithms. If you want to reach out, email us, triggered at townhall.com. Tell us what you're thinking. Do you agree that we're going to be in a situation economically here? What are you doing to prepare? you think I'm totally wrong? If you do, email me. I'd love to hear from you. But I can tell you that a lot of people in the ruling class in this country uh, don't realize the the pain that the rest of the country is already going through. Well, I mean, it must be nice to sit on a pile of money that's like the height of cake, too. Well, yeah. Right? I mean, it, and even if half that gets burned in a recession or a global catastrophe, they you still got a f- ton of money to sit, sit on. So. They don't feel the pain average no. Americans are already going through, no. and they don't realize what they're doing that's going to destroy us in the future. So, hey, listen, all I'll say is, you know, some people don't understand how Marie Antoinette got her head chopped off. Well, the, some people are about to find out, you know, We'll see. Not a yeah. threat. Not, Not a threat. threat. Yeah. Not a threat. But if that happens, we'll sure as f- have a VIP exclusive <laughs> live stream <laughs> of the death of the political class. Yeah. So if you use triggered for right, right. right. <laughs> If you want to reach out, email triggeredtownhall.com. Uh, and we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. See you then.